Thanks for listening to the Soul H2O podcast from Joy Radio in Toronto. Be sure to subscribe, then rate and share so we can reach new listeners around the world. Hey everyone, it's Sherry Stahl, author, speaker, award-winning blogger, and host of the Soul H2O radio and podcast show, your on-air ladies' Bible study event. This is the show that will inspire you to get into the Bible and help you understand it. It's my goal to be relatable and authentically leave you refreshed as you listen to the Soul H2O devotion. I'm so excited you've tuned in for today's episode, number 94, Rocks in Your Head. We're talking about the dangers of becoming close-minded. This week, my intention is to help you see that being open-minded is the Christ-like way and to let you in on how that insult, rocks in your head, came into being so that you can literally get the rocks out of your head. I'm going to show you the benefit of living with an open mind while helping you spy out those areas where you might be a little stuck in your thinking. Our inbox talk this week comes from Shannon, who said, Sherry, you'll never know how much your show and ministry are impacting me. Thanks for all you do. Well, Shannon, thanks for your encouragement to me with all of the things that you said. I hope you'll download one of the Soul H2O journal pages to help you dive deep into the teaching segment and quench your spiritual thirst. You can even use them for your personal daily devotions and easily find them on the bottom of today's show notes at soulh2o.com slash 94. After the first music pick song, we'll dive into today's Soul H2O devotion. But for now, listen to a song that will get you dancing and help prepare your heart for today's message. Here's Inside Your Heart by C3 Saskatoon. You're my delight and my endless discovery. Further, further. Trouble finding time to grow in your faith? Take your joy everywhere. Download the My Joy Radio app today and be ready to reconnect to all of your favorite ministries. Plus, 24-7 access to the Joy Radio live stream means you're never more than a few swipes away from an uplifting word or song. It's never been easier to create time for your faith. The My Joy Radio app, uplifting music, life-changing ministry, and more. Available now. Thanks for listening to the Soul H2O podcast from Joy Radio in Toronto. Be sure to subscribe, then rate and share so we can reach new listeners around the world. I have a love for words. This passion was instilled very early in my life by my mom, who took grammar and spelling tests very seriously. As an author, I'm super grateful for her tenacity to make sure that her girls prioritize getting things right. It served me very well. My dad is an avid reader, and he can finish a novel in about a day or two. I wish I could read fast like him. It seriously blows my mind away how he can read so many books in such a short time. He loves to read mystery novels by authors like Tom Clancy or John Grisham, but my dad's love of words isn't always serious, though. Every year, either my sister or I buy him the latest release of the Uncle John's Bathroom Reader. 
If you're not familiar with them, they're a series of books containing trivia and short essays on miscellaneous topics, supposedly for reading in the bathroom, but they're good anywhere. These books give dad lots of interesting trivia facts to talk about with us. I also think he prefers authors with the name John. A little trivia for those listening who don't know my dad. His name is John. Dad passed on this love for trivia to me, so years ago, to feed that need, I bought him and I both a copy of the Big Book of Answers. This massive 7 by 10 inch book with 496 pages of trivia has a whole section on everyday expressions where they explain where we get our sayings from. Before this book, I don't think I even thought twice about the common idioms we use. They were just a part of our conversations, things we say. But after this book, I began to realize we say a lot of weird things that don't really make sense or don't make sense now, unless you understand their beginnings. Like, it's raining cats and dogs. Can you imagine being a new immigrant in an ESL or English as a second language course and reading that in a sentence? If someone didn't explain what that idiom means, you'd be afraid to walk outside when the rain starts for fear of getting hit in the head by a flying French bulldog or a fat feline. The phrase, it's raining cats and dogs, actually doesn't even have a clear connection to where it started or what it means, which makes it even weirder that we still say it today. Thankfully for my brain's peace of mind, we do know where many of the expressions used today come from. An insult that was common when I was growing up is purported online to have started in the 1940s to mean that you're showing poor judgment, acting stupidly, talking nonsense, thoroughly stupid, crazy, absurd, or incorrect. The slight, you've got rocks in your head or rocks for brains, in my opinion, started a whole lot sooner than the 1940s. I think it started back in about AD 56 or AD 57 when the Apostle Paul wrote 2 Corinthians. In this book, he's writing from Ephesus, which was a part of ancient Greece, but now belongs to Turkey. Paul's writing to a church of people in the city of Corinth, located in Greece between Athens and Sparta. He's discussing how some people are stuck in the Old Testament law way of thinking and can't break the fog. He talks about how it was like there was a veil over their minds, blocking them from seeing the truth. 2 Corinthians 3.14 says, But their minds were closed. For to this day, at the reading of the Old Covenant, the same veil remains. It is not lifted because it is set aside only in Christ. The original word for closed in this verse is puru and can be translated as hardened, rendered calloused, petrified. Its root is the word porous, which is the Greek word for a kind of marble or stone. The imagery is found in the root. The people's minds have become as immovable as a slab of stone, petrified rock, rock solid and never changing. But this imagery isn't being applauded. It's being spoken of in negative terms by Paul. This indictment over the people's lives is called out by Paul, but their minds were closed. This was not a positive commentary on their thought processes. No one should wear the closed-minded badge like it's a badge of honor, because it's not. Jesus never encouraged this way of thinking, but always challenged people to keep an open mind and ask questions like he did.
So often, people asked Jesus questions, wanting a pat answer, but he mostly responded with another question to get the person to think things through themselves, to question what they'd been taught. In the online version of the Carlsbad, California, local newspaper faith section, Reverend David Wilson Rogers talked about the five times Jesus said, You have heard it said, but I tell you, from Matthew chapter 5. Rogers pointed out that every time Jesus says these words, you have heard it said, but I tell you, he is correcting the abuse of scripture and the theological heresy such abuse causes. Jesus understood that scripture is both powerful and vital to cultivating an authentic relationship with God. Yet he also vividly understood how frequently, not to mention dangerously, the sacred words of scripture are bent out of context and used to hurt, not heal. It's a problem that continues to hinder the Christian faith to this day. I couldn't agree more with him. The whole article is so worth the time to read. I've heard people warn against having an open mind with another saying or insult. Your mind is so open that your brains fell out. I bet you've heard that a time or two. But I don't think that that saying is nice or true. It could conversely be said that your mind's so closed, your heart fell out. You see, I believe it's impossible to keep your mind closed and your heart open. When we open our heart to Christ, it should not close our minds to discuss truth, values, or common beliefs. Jesus was trying to open the minds of his believers in his day, but sadly, they had such a hard time with that and often pushed people away from Christ because of their closed-minded ways. I think we've become like the people in Paul's day who got closed-minded and hardened to the people on the other side of our views. Jesus brought so many into his kingdom thinking while here on earth who were living lives in contrast to Jewish beliefs because he wasn't afraid to go out of the constraints of religion, to start a relationship with anyone We'll get back into the Soul H2O devotion, but for now, listen to a song that hits home this week's message. Today's second music pick song is last week's number six hit from the Joy Top 20 Countdown and one of my latest faves by my favorite brother band. Here's Relate by For King and Country. Does life hit you so hard that you've been knocked down? By the grace of God, we'll see each other's heart. Can you, can you? I'm just looking forward to being able to connect with people, to speak with them about issues that are current, and to get their perspective on things and to kind of bounce ideas around and then also to hear from those who are listening because we learn by listening. And I think that's a big part of what I hope the show is about learning from each other and listening as much as talking. Okay, here we go. Good music, good conversation, good company. Faith Strong Today's Good Company with me, Holly Taylor, weekdays at 5 p.m. right here on Joy. Thanks for listening to the Soul H2O podcast from Joy Radio in Toronto. Be sure to subscribe, then rate and share so we can reach new listeners around the world. Just before the commercials, I played Relate by For King and Country. 
and mentioned that it was number six on last week's Joy Top 20 Countdown and thought maybe some of you are new to Joy Radio and might not know about their weekly song countdown. Joy Top 20 tracks the biggest Christian hits every week. You can vote for your favorite by emailing joytop20 at joyradio.ca or connecting with us by SMS message to 905-338-1250. That's 905-338-1250. Simply text the words Joy Top 20 followed by your favorite song or artist vote, like Relate for King and Country. Just remember, your phone plan texting rates apply. Then listen every Saturday at 5 p.m. for the latest countdown to see if your favorite song jumped onto the chart. In 2 Corinthians 3, 13-14, and specifically in verse 14, Paul said the only way to set aside the veil of a closed mind is in Christ. So Paul's saying if your mind is full of rocks, the only way to get them out is in Christ. And thankfully, 1 Corinthians 2.16 confirms that you have the mind of Christ, and the way he thought was anything but closed. We're living in a contentious time. Opinions are opposing, sides being taken, and it seems like no one has an open mind to the thoughts and concerns of others. Now, before I say anything else, I want to make it clear that I am not making any public stand for or against vaccines, for or against political freedom, for or against any political party. I am going to talk about what's been going on, but my focus is not on policy, but words spoken and how they might show a closed-minded approach, which I see on both sides of the spectrum. In full disclosure, I'm vaccinated and feel good that I made that choice. I'm super concerned for the hardlined, no-discussion approach from both sides. I can't help but feel that we'll look back on this time in history with regret in how we've hurt each other with our words. I feel so much of this could have been averted if we'd been willing to sit down and talk both sides. This past weekend, the eyes of the world were on my country of Canada, one of the nicest, most peaceful countries, normally filled with passive, non-confrontational, overly apologetic people. A new government ruling for truck driver vaccine mandates triggered an uncommon protest that spanned from sea to shining sea. I have friends and family on both sides of the argument, and I've seen the divide since the pandemic began. There have been losses in relationships, jobs, and other areas of society because people aren't talking. They're telling, and I don't think either side is listening well. I've never known a more divisive time in the history of our nation, in families or friendships. Whether you agree with the convoy or not, it's grievous that our media has been twisting and showing mostly any negative thing acted out by a very small minority and disregarding the peaceful majority, even though there's been no violence from any of the real protesters. I ache that our leadership at the top has been saying things to cause the divide to be greater. As a mom, I love seeing my kids get along. I've done my part in the past to try and foster an atmosphere that would help them to bond together. As I watch the news and leadership say things to make the divide deeper, the mama in me wants to get in the middle and help people to work it out. 
In a National Post article on the Friday of the convoy, a writer asked, has Trudeau had the courtesy to go and meet with a few truckers? Not just their leaders, if indeed they have formal leaders. Has he listened to any of the actual individuals who have thought it worthwhile to make this arduous journey? No cameras, no photo op, just sit in a cab of a truck or grab a coffee in a diner and hear a few individual drivers out. It would be intensely enlightening. And this is what I'm talking about. If we treated each other with the dignity and respect and valued each other enough to talk and most importantly, to listen to the other side, wouldn't it be better than name calling and painting a group with a wide brush with words like racist and misogynistic extremist science deniers asking if we should tolerate these people? The Bible gives such great advice for difficult times. James 1.19 says, Be quick to listen, slow to speak, and slow to become angry. Proverbs 16.23-24, From a wise mind comes wise speech. The words of the wise are persuasive. Kind words are like honey, sweet to the soul and healthy for the body. We need to pray for the media and our leaders like never before. Pray for the unity of our nation. While all this has been going on, I'm in the middle of listening to a great book on Audible called Think Again, written by Adam Grant. In it, he talks about the dangers of not allowing yourself to rethink things and the benefits that result when you do. He tells countless stories of how things can change, people's relationships be restored, viewpoints altered, and unity attained when we force ourselves to rethink our long-held beliefs and consider the thoughts of others. I love the stories in his book of members of the Ku Klux Klan completely leaving the organization, even closing down chapters in the U.S. when they sat down to talk with their fellow Black Americans and listen to the other side. Now that's the kind of stuff a parent loves to see, and I'm sure God was smiling as those conversations were taking place. When we get together with people who have opposing views and listen to each other, we will experience a few possible outcomes. The first one could be that we realize our understanding was wrong and needs to change. A second thing that could happen is we realize our understanding was a little off and we need to adjust. Or thirdly, we could realize our understanding was right, but need to be willing to discuss with others who don't hold our view in love. No matter what the outcome, you will have made your Heavenly Father proud for you getting along and agreeing to disagree. Ephesians 4.15 says, Speaking the truth in love If you do this, you will grow to become, in every respect, a mature believer. As believers, we need to live lives that show evidence of God's love and leadership so our minds aren't full of rocks, hardened by viewpoints, but soft and open to hear from God and consider the views of others so we can love everyone like Christ does, no matter which side of an argument we land on. Today, I encourage you to 
ask God to show you where you've become closed to discussion, irritable, stubborn, angry, or downright indignant. Then let Holy Spirit soften your heart and transform you to hold an open mind. I challenge you to live out advice from James 1.19 to be quick to listen, slow to speak, and slow to become angry. Remember, God gave you two ears and one mouth, something I need to constantly remind my Fletcher upbringing discussion patterns. Don't let your brain be full of rocks, hardened by the views of others or just the thoughts in your head. Consider the views of others so you can love everyone like Christ does. Don't forget the direction from John 13, 35 in how your love for one another will prove to the world that you are his disciples. Let's love and listen like Christ. From all of us here at Joy Radio, we're so glad you joined us for episode 94 of the Soul H2O radio and podcast show, Rocks in Your Head, and I sincerely hope you don't have any. Make sure to check out the show notes for deeper insights and scripture graphics at soulh2o.com slash 94. I hope you'll share this episode with your friends and family. Take a screen capture while listening on your device and share on your social media to help spread the word about Soul H2O. Until next week, I'm praying you stay blessed and refreshed. We appreciate your support to help Soul H2O Ministries continue and want to thank all of you who partner with us in making this Joy Radio show a reality so people can come and get refreshed. Thanks for listening to the Soul H2O Podcast from Joy Radio in Toronto. Be sure to subscribe, then rate and share so we can reach new listeners around the world.